The Gold Circle is recorded on the land of the Yagara and Turrbal people, and we acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture, and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. To the Gold Circle, Australia's number one Apple podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleeker, and with me, as always, is Luke Shop. Hello. And Abby McCulloch. Hey. Now, Abs, we've had quite a few people, I think, ask where you've been. And I think it's a valid question because you haven't been on the show for some time. Um, and obviously, you know, we have had a bit of a lull in Netball. Um, can you please update the listeners? as to your whereabouts. Not currently. I mean, you can if you'd like to, and they might come down <laughs> tomorrow. Who knows? But how have you been and where have you been? Because um, I tell you, we've missed you. Yeah, I've missed you guys too. Um, for those of you that know me quite well, I'm a notorious smoke bomber. I like to uh, show my face very quickly at places and then disappear quite mysteriously. But that's <laughs> not what I've done here. I've just been super busy. Um, just so much netball going on in my life. Lots of coaching. So I'm coaching uh, the under-23s Premier League team for the Sutherland Stingrays, and we started our season a few weeks ago. So we've been in the middle of pre-season. I'm doing an under-13s representative team for Sutherland as well, who I absolutely adore and love. They're like my pride and joy. They're like my 10 little kids that I've got of my <laughs> own without actually having to have kids, which makes it even better. Um, so we're, we're about eight weeks out from that season or that championship starting or not starting, but happening. It's a three-day tournament. And right now I'm sitting out the front of Netball Central or uh, Ken Rosewell Arena about to go in and uh, train with the Swiss Academy. So everything's been very full on. So I've just, just had a lot on my plate, but I'm here and you can't get rid of me that easily. Yeah, look, we can't. And again, we've always said that you own the show, so so on and so forth. And didn't, <laughs> That's you, right. didn't you have a win with the Stingrays yeah. the other day? Yeah, we got we got our first win. We've had a bit of a rough trot to start with um, four rounds in. We're one and three now, but it was a good win. I think it was the win we needed to, to sort of set our, set our season up. They, the team is very unchanged from the last couple of years, and... Um, they haven't been there while they're an extremely talented team they haven't had a lot of wins on the board so we just needed to get that one under our belt this season i think um hopefully we will continue to train hard and it'll be onwards and upwards so yeah did you good, end up good getting get the third one. did you end up recruiting a tall shooter because i remember that's what we were talking about mm. last season that was kind of like your slight miss of the team is you didn't have the super big height yeah so last year i was assistant coach to the opens team um, at oh, Sutherland, but I'm, yeah. now, I'm now head coaching the 23. So, oh, okay. um, so different team. I've got, yeah, so it's, a, it's the same franchise, like the same club, but different teams, so just a younger version. But I've got some very exciting shooters in my my lineup, which is which is really cool. Like uh, they're young and they're very talented. So I'm really excited to see where they will go in the next few years because I think some of them have real potential to go on and do some amazing things if that's what they want. Now, Unreal. we also did see you. Um, it was at the Swiss Academy that played the yeah, under that's 23 right. mm. yeah. men's players. We saw yeah. you with your puffer. Yes. Um, everyone was very <laughs> excited with your puffer jacket. But like, it was a, It's a very big jacket, can I just say. It's just, it like swamped me. and um, But it's very red and I love the red, so I'll wear it regardless of it being too big. Uh, yeah, so that was exciting to, for the girls to get out and, and play. We don't get a lot of match time. From the Swiss Academy point of view, we do quite a bit of training 
Um, I think they're fitness testing tonight too, unluckily for them. But um, yeah, yeah, suckers. Well, <laughs> it's important. Um, so we got a lot of we're doing a lot of training. Well, obviously, we're all about individual development, so developing the individual athlete, but also preparing for the um, Australian Netball Championships, which will occur later this year, hopefully, pending all things go smoothly. So yeah, it's really exciting. Very busy, but I love it. Unfucking real. That is how excited yeah. I am for you, Abs, but also how excited I am for. Oh, here we go. Segway. Round fucking one of the yeah. Suncorp Super Netball, baby, because it's back this weekend. And I honestly, I am so hyped. I, I have been at home. I work from home, right? And I have just been at home on Photoshop, Photoshopping shit. And if you've been, if you've seen my Twitter, I've just been putting up these. You're addicted to Photoshop. I've, I'm addicted to Photoshop right now. Um, if, just a really funny little story. The reason, I'm actually self-taught all my skills in Photoshop. And the reason for that is because I wanted to, to pick up chicks when I was 15. And I thought that was the way to do it by Photoshopping things for <laughs> really? them. Really? Yep. That's such a straight get, idea. Yeah, and like, guess how many chicks I got. Don't learn how to iron a shirt. Zero. Don't learn how to cook. I know how to cook, thank or you. Or clean. I know how to clean, um, thank you. Ironing a shirt is... Tough. See exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but anyway, anyway, that was uh, that was just a quick diversion. So um, the around one is coming up on Saturday. This is going to be released on Friday morning. So obviously, you've had a, a, a week or so to prepare. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to go basically game by game, and then give our top four, and then our tips for the weekend. So I want to start with the grand final rematch, which is the Melbourne Vixens taking on the West Coast Fever in Melbourne. Just to kick things off, Luke. Let's start. Let's give me give me some thoughts. Where's your mind at with this? <laughs> Fever are gonna win. Um, yeah, and it's gonna be super awkward because mm-hmm. they've already had the points taken off them. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. there's that weird, weird narrative. Um, I think it'll be really interesting um, to see where the Vixens are at. I think that's probably the biggest question mark with Liz out. Um, Monday in how that's gonna work. Kelly Stanton in. I think defensively they'll be fine, but they're going to have so many turnovers in that attack end, I feel like, and Courtney is just going to wreak havoc. Mm. It's really not a good matchup for them. This is a, yeah, it's a tough one because obviously the Fever come into this season with um, their penalisation for their salary cap breaches for the last however many years it was. Um, And they, I mean, obviously getting Sasha Glasgow on their side for this season is like, it's a fucking massive get. So I feel like Vixens are just like, why couldn't we get Sasha Glass? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a curious <laughs> no, question. No offense, Stanton. I think Stanton, uh, like, has obviously is is a netball player um, <laughs> that okay. has value. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, like, if I'm Vixens, I'm like, damn, I could have Sasha Glasgow. Well, Abs, I want to kind of get your like your eyes on this. Is there a reason that they? Like the Vixens, or do you think that the Vixens haven't like maybe pushed for like Chelsea Pittman? Obviously, Monday getting the elevation as a replacement player for this one is 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 all is all well and good. But I mean, you can't replace Liz Watson. But I mean, that's a pretty significant loss for the Vixens' attack end. That's it. I think she's a huge loss, and then you add in the fact that they've had two massive retirements in their shooting circle as well. I I think they're in trouble, not just this week against the Fever, but I think this season might be a bit of a tough one for them. Uh, I, I'm not sure that Kate is going to be able to step up and control that attack end like Liz has done the past few years. And, you know, Kate's been the one to just fill the gaps and, and play a little bit of a supportive role. But she's going to have to step up and run the show this year. And I'm, I'm just not sure she's going to be able to do that. And 
I don't think she'll definitely be able to do it early on. It might take her a few a few rounds to to start getting her footing. But yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I don't know why or if they've even approached Chelsea. And I guess it just depends on where Chelsea's head is at and whether or not that's something that she she really does want to continue now. I, I don't know. I haven't spoken to her, but yeah, I just think I think they're in a bit of trouble. Yeah, it's. I don't know. There's just that attack end. Just to me, the loss of uh, Thwaites and and Philip is just so fucking huge. Yeah. In saying yeah, that, though, I feel like Kamwenda, if she gets, if Stan is able to control the attack end and just have a one on one with the defender with Kamwenda, like they could get away with that for a portion. Yeah. But if they're gonna yeah. double team, you know what? Kumwenda, I, I think then yeah. it's. I think Kaylee will do a good job. To be honest, like. I and the reason I say that is that I just feel like when she's in an environment that she's enjoying, like for example the fast side Australian team, I thought she did a great job when she was playing in that team. She shot lots of goals from a from a vast range of distances. So if she's feeling comfortable and confident, I think she, I think she'll go fine. So whether or not her and Kamwenda combine, well, I I don't know because Kamwenda is such a a dominant force in that circle. She really will need to continue to step up even more so. I from the preseason match, um, I don't even remember who they were playing. That's terrible of me. But mm. one of the reasons, oh, I don't, I don't remember. Very sorry. I've watched so many preseason games. Yeah. It's all just molded yeah. into one. But when I did watch, I felt like um, they were double teaming Kamwenda, and then she basically had to. You know how the goal attack has to then drive in yeah. a circle, pass, 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 get closer. That that was sort of really hard transition. Um, yeah. So I think that's where it's gonna. I I think honestly it's gonna come down to her and um, Ruby and how that works because if they can get Kamwendis can shoot she can shoot forty fifty so if they get yeah. her the ball I don't see that as a problem. Yeah, she'll nail it. Once yeah. they double team her and it's okay you're now on your own you got to work the circle how's that yeah. gonna work? Just on the and feet, I think you know. Sorry, Gabs, you go. Sorry, but just over the last however many years that Liz has been dominating that weak back spot, she gets all the feeds to circle. So yeah. they can't get quite the ball. They're not going to be able to score goals, obviously. And that's the nature of our sport. 100%. Just on the fever as well, they've, they've obviously, I reckon they've probably got one of the strongest, if not the strongest lineup in the league. Do you feel like there's any sort of weaknesses like at that position? I feel like for me, maybe in the midcourt, I guess, but that attack ends looking really, really strong, especially when you've got a rotation of ATN to Glasgow to, to Fowler and all of them, can ha- like have got range, so the fever are going to be pretty fucking yeah. deadly. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I um, I don't know. We'll, well see. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you go over the salary cap. I <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like <laughs> who knows? Like no shade, but you've got all the same players. Yeah, exactly. So. And you've boosted it with um with Glasgow. To be completely honest, so like. <laughs> yeah, but surely they didn't pay premium for Glasgow. She hasn't played much. Yeah. I reckon they probably got her at a pretty good rate. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they start in that goal attack position. You'd think that they they stick with Alice. She's done a pretty good job, yeah, I sure. think, over the last 12 months. She's sort of worked it all out and it's come good. But, yeah, their midcourt, that, what are they going to do at wing attack? Obviously, Ingrid's still out. Um, so. You're basically running Kosh, really, wouldn't you? Because Kosh yeah, was running... Yeah, well, yeah, you would think so. Yeah. But I think the benefit they have is um, Alice. I absolutely love her uh, playmaking skills. 
So yeah. she really can slot into wing attack, and then you'd have like a tall, super tall. That is true. Game. That is true. Yeah, I mean, They're having her so wing attack is actually a pretty good size advantage. So that works pretty well. Yeah, can... that's a huge attacking one. Yeah. yeah, like I can, I've got them in my top four, even though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Got the games down because yeah. I actually see there's going to be a lot of pressure off them. I actually think because they are at a disadvantage, I actually think it works for them because they. Got into they got on a run last season towards the back end or sort of mid to back end, um, so yeah, I think if they get rolling, they're going to be super dangerous. Yeah, all right, we're going to move on. Well, you think they, oh, they're yeah, going to so- get the first points this week? They'll get their first points and they'll start chipping into that 12, 12 point deficit that they've started with. So yeah. they'll they'll catch up quick. They'll be right back in the mix before you know it. Yeah, but could could you imagine if? They got through those four games and they won every single one of them. Like that's the biggest. Yeah. Like, oh, that's like a fucking massive middle yeah. finger. Hey, yeah. like that. If if you're if you're running that hot too, like, hey, hey, hey. yeah, I yeah. I think I think that's definitely um, a possibility, which is kind of scary to me. Yeah. Um, okay, we're gonna move on to uh, the second game of the round, which is Collingwood Magpies versus Sunshine Coast Lightning. Magpies are at home, Luke. Are Sunshine we? Coast Lightning are going to win. Okay, that was very quick. That was very quick. Is that? Have you <laughs> seen much they, of the Magpies preseason? If uh, yes, yeah. I've watched a lot of Magpies film uh, this week. I think the key to this game is going to be um, keeping the ball down and out of Jeeva's range because you've got like mm-hmm. think about that back line: Jody Ann, Jeeva, Ash, Brazzy, all yeah. aerial players. If you can keep the ball short and sharp and pretty much what they did round 13, um, out of the high ball in the pocket, gone, no way. Like if they just keep it short and sharp, they're good. But I think Sunny Coast are going to surprise a lot of people um, because I think they have versatility um, (laughs) in, in Peace because Peace looks absolutely amazing. Peace has looked very good. Um, I think Kate Shimon is an awesome get for them. I think um, they are going to do well. And I know you two are going to obliterate that opinion right now. So go. Yeah, I'm going to back Collingwood in for this one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to be be proved otherwise. But yeah, I just think Collingwood, I think they've looked pretty pretty good throughout their preseason matches. Obviously, Jeeva seems to be going along nicely as per usual. But I think the addition of Braz is a big one. Um, yeah, you know, getting her back, her leadership, her ability to get ball back, her driving attack. I think she's a great addition to um, obviously that back end. And they missed her last year, big time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like obviously not having her in the hub and with the team. I think also the sort of remote leadership, I guess, that she probably just probably displayed last year. I mean, it's obviously doesn't really hold a candle to actually being on yeah. the court. So I, I think I'm, I'm going the Magpies for this one as well. I just I don't know. I feel like. No disrespect to Rob Wright, but I think having Richo as a coach, I think that change is pretty significant. Um, well, pretty yeah. much one of the best. Like, I'm pretty sure they were the top defensive. Maybe oh, first yeah. Or I think second the, the defensive. defensive metrics were insane, yeah. especially when they had. Top th- for deflections. I think they were second for intercepts or something. Was that when they ran? That was when they ran Jeeva, Tilly, and then Jody on the wing, right? Was that that? Was that the defensive oh. line? I can't remember. There was that defensive line. It was Jody Ann and like Jeeva yeah. for most of the time. But yeah, Jody Ann did go to wing defense. Yeah. But it's just, it's like Braz, Jody, and Jeeva. Like, just ugh. ridiculous. Like, that's, speed. That's it's like, nice. It's the perfect, I think for me, it's like the perfect, like, mix of, like, physical, smart, 
but also f- really fast because like Jody's so quick off the mark and she is an absolutely amazing like goal defense and wing defense when the she's on. Only thing I will say is that last time, last time they played, there was quite a lot of contacts so mm. and penalties, and I remember Jody Ann got quite a lot last season. So it'd be interesting to see if she can adjust that, um, and they can kind of get off the body a bit. Uh, but I don't yeah. know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, also- I think I just think they're balanced. They finally got the balance right. I reckon at Collingwood. I think when they first came onto the scene, however many years ago that was, um, three or four years ago, too many chiefs in the in the um, in the team. I think too many voices. But now I think there's a good balance between the experience and the young and the internationals and the not. And I just think it's all going to come together. I don't know. I don't think they'll win the comp, but I think they'll be top four close to. Yeah, I, I agree, and obviously the additions of Khalifa McCollin and Jackie Newton as well. Yes. Yeah. So, um, for them, for me, yeah, the, I guess my sort of stance on the Lightning is just they've Kate Sheeman looked really, really good. I think there was one of the defensive lines that they ran uh, during the Firebirds Lightning preseason, where I think they ran Carla and Shimo on the defense, and that was super quick. You sacrificed a bit of height, but it was re- they were really quick off the mark, and they were getting into passing lanes very like annoyingly for like for the firebirds feeders so um but yeah i don't know lightning i need to see a bit more for me to make a, a judgment but we'll see we'll see i mean yeah <laughs> who knows i mean they've got vicky wilson and you know other coaching staff as well and yeah so that stuff's um that stuff's pretty exciting okay we're gonna move on to uh the firebirds and the swifts firebirds are playing at home luke firebirds firebirds yeah they firebirds look are pretty fucking good mm. rav Rav to Ramelda for the first 10 mm-hmm. minutes. Step back. Yeah. And then Dewan coming on with Gretel, as we saw in the yes. preseason. Gretel at goal shooter. Oof. It, yeah. Crazy. It, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it, they looked... If, even- you're, if you're a defender, you're just like, do we really need to... <laughs> I, I'm really excited to see their conversion from their centre pass because I think it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. It's going to be like 90% most of the time. Yeah. And then the defenders can just pick which ball they want. I, yeah. f- For me, Gretel looked rusty, but she's still... She, she had a baby. Yeah, like no, no, no. I'm just, I'm ago. saying, I'm she saying, she looked rusty. But you give her a game or two, and she'll literally just be back into form. I mean, she looked close enough to it during the the preseason game that we saw, anyway. So, knowing how birth happens, I would need like 45 years therapy after that. <laughs> so she's doing amazing. She looks, yeah. Great. Oh no, yeah. But you can't teach height. It's, I mean, before she had a bob, she was the best goal attack in the league. Um, Easily. Her athleticism is second to none. If I was picking a team, I'd pick Gretel in it every day of the week. Mm. Like, yeah. how can you not? She's too hard to beat. Yeah. And you just uh, work off you work off her height. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, she's huge. I, I also uh, think... I, uh, sorry, you go, you go like, Abs. Oh, my God. We're fighting over this time. You go. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, I feel like also having Jenner and Hinchcliffe getting more time together, especially over in the Diamonds camp as well, um, yeah. I think is... They're going to be. They're going to look even better this and season. And Rudy's amazing too. Yeah, Rudy as well. I think uh, the Firebirds have been using her as a bit of a plug and play defender, and and for me, she's had those flashes. Um, so I, I think this is a pretty well balanced team as well. Um, and obviously, like it was kind of fucking cool seeing like Kimmy Rav, Ramelda, yeah, Gretel all back on the court together because you're just kind of like yeah. flashing back to to the days before Ravi moved down to to Collingwood. So yeah, sorry, Abs, you go. 
Oh, I was just going to say, I think they look extremely happy this year as well. I'm not mm. saying that they haven't looked happy the last few years, but I think Megan Anderson obviously um, has maybe injected a little bit of fresh air into into the club. Um, obviously, Rose had been there for a, a very long time and done exceptional things, but sometimes, you know, fresh eyes is, is what's needed. And I think the girls really respect and I think they really love the environment that Megan is creating. And I think that's going to just serve them super well this year and in the years to come. I, however, I'm going to back in my Swift. Why, which is fair enough. Why is that, obviously, other than being a massive homer? Well, I, you know, I just think that their lineup is pretty much unchanged. So they've got all those connections um, and those connections are just going to get better and better in, with time as, as we know that that, you know, experience and time on together on the court is what does that. And they've had four, four, four or five years together now on court, the majority of that team. So... Um, they should be pretty seamless to start this year. So I would like to think that they will get the first win that they need to start their their campaign for a premiership. Do you, do you think Maddie and Paige will kind of have like, not a chip on their shoulder, but something to sort of prove? They I know there was obviously this story that people were pretty yeah. disappointed that like they didn't get a run over in the Diamonds um, games earlier this year. So do you, is, that, is that like a motivating factor, do you think, for those two? Oh, of course. I mean, they... You know, they did a two-week quarantine over there and then didn't even get named in the team. So I can see how that, you know, they want to prove to Stacey that, yeah, they can step up and do it. I think probably, if anyone, Paige more so. She's obviously played a number of games for the Diamonds. I'm not sure Maddie has has a chip or... Well, I know that the neither of them do, but, you know, Maddie's never played for the Diamonds, so her time will come when it comes. But Paige is quite experienced in that at that level and, yeah, probably should have got a goal, I think, especially now considering what's happened with Liz and potentially she probably shouldn't have played as many games as she did over there but who knows you know I, I can't make comment on that because I don't actually know the ins and outs of it all but Matt, Maddie and Paige will have a good season as they have the last few years and you know they'll both be in that diamond squad again and we'll see hopefully they'll get their, their time out on court with the Aussie Diamonds at the end of this year so everyone circle the game between Fever and Swifts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, of course. But, you know, I think any, anyone, I think anyone that's a part of that diamond squad or, or striving to be part of it will always want to play good in front of the the diamonds coach. And this year at Stacey when they play Fever, so everyone will be out to have a crack at that game. I, yeah, I don't doubt Paige. Paige definitely will play for Australia this time this year sometime. Um, and Maddie will get her time in in some way, shape, or form over the next however long so um yeah Paige I think is in for a cracking season she looks great she looks insane I saw that ASICS photo I was like yeah I know she's out of control yeah ridiculous can't stop her okay we're gonna move on to the last game of the round which is the Adelaide Thunderbirds and Giants Nepal playing at home in Adelaide Luke give me some thoughts Giants are gonna win this yeah Um, easy Giants are scaring me because I think they had such a cloud over them with the sea bass narrative. Um, you know, I feel like that is potentially out of the netball cycle at the moment um, for them. Admittedly, they're probably the least favorite club, um, but I think this is sort of a new beginning for them. And oh, it's going to be scary. I I think they are. It potentially could be the end of the two-point shot in my mind. Um, 
because I have a feeling that they potentially could go through most of the season annihilating teams in that Rebel yeah. Power 5. And I think Netball Australia is going to look at it and go, is Sweet Christ. really want what we want? Uh, because I, I can totally see them being down even by five, six points going into the Rebel Power 5 and they're going to smash it. I mean, they were. Like, that would what happened last year. They were always down in a hole and then Joe Hart is just oh, like, yeah, but okay, D-dubs are going to value it. I reckon it's going to be times a thousand. They are confident. Um, I, I, I'm, i yeah, crazy. Not not to harp on on the Seabass side of things, but obviously... The the whether it's mutual or not, but obviously having Seabass depart f- kind of changes the culture at that club. Do you think, from your standpoint, Luke, mm-hmm. um, looking at me awkwardly, um, <laughs> do you think that? Like do you think question. that now? Well, no. Do you think that has sort of like allowed things to be a little bit more calm on the Giants' side of things, or do you just think they're just leveling um, up this season? I think. The Giants made a very strong decision to move on uh, from last season. And I think you can see that in the way they have approached um, this season. Um, I feel like it's a new sort of day for them. Um, and that's definitely the vibes I'm getting. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I, they really, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a lot different this season. It's a fucking good-looking side, to be completely honest. Yeah, they'll um, be in the grand final, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I honestly am putting them up there because it's just such a strong team. And I think there's there's still that cohesion because the, the team has been together for quite a few years now. I think this, the core the core components of that team, at least, anyway. Um, and I think, like you said, Abs, with the same with the Swifts, you know, that consistency also plays into success um, for the most part, too. So I, I think Hutton... I think Harton has a lot to prove this season, and I think she's going to go out and do it. Um, and I also which potentially this was I was chatting to one of the netball scoop girls. I am sort of in the opinion that how COVID's going, Touchwood, nothing gets worse in mm. Australia. But I wouldn't be surprised if for some of these internationals, if this will be their sort of last season before they head home. Um, yeah, yeah, that's with right. everyone's contracts up next season. So I wouldn't be surprised if Harton potentially. Um, obviously, I have absolutely no idea about what her where her <laughs> mind frame is, but um, I know some of the English girls are definitely looking at this as potentially their last season and they're going to head back um, now that the Super League over there is sort of building up a lot more. Mm. Um, yeah. There's a lot of opportunity to play in their home country and not deal with COVID everywhere. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sorry, we, got, we completely froze you out, I think also because, you know, naturally the Giants are your arch enemy. So, uh, like, what are your pickups from the Thunderbirds-Giants game? Oh, I think the Giants will be, and I fully believe that they will be in the grand final, if not very close. I just, how, how are they, how are people going to beat them when they can nail those two-point shots? Like, Joe Harton will not miss, and we know her, she voiced her opinion on the two-point shot last year. She doesn't like it. So that's the nature of the game. So she will play to win games, and by winning games, that means she's going to be putting up a lot of two-point shots. Sophie Dwyer, who's obviously on her debut season, as like she played last year in the hub, but she's fully contracted this year. Mm. She can shoot too. That girl does not miss. She'll turn and shoot. She's not phased. And then they've got Kira Austin, who can also shoot from that two-point range. So all three of them can, and I, I just think they'll be hard to beat. Like Obviously, they've got a strong defensive end and a strong midcourt too, but if you're shooting two points, it's hard to beat. I'll be interested uh, and, interested to yeah. see how Maddie Hay does as well. Yeah, that's true, actually. 
I thought Maddie was excellent last year. You know, she she's come from the circle. Like she, I believe, started out like as a goal defense, wing defense, then did a lot of her mm. her junior careers at wing defense, slowly transitioned into center, and now she's playing at the top level at wing attack. Like she's not well, she is now, but traditionally was not a wing attack. I thought she was fantastic last year, considering. And Obviously, she had, had the uh, likes of Timmy Green teaching her to play there, but like amazing. Well, the other thing is, um, I think for a lot of the two-point shot stuff, is because it was rushed into the season, everyone sort of, it was kind of a rush job. I feel like everyone's had time, and Maddie Hayes had, you know, since last season, to work on that wing attack position. As much as yeah. she was excellent last season, I think you're going to see the turnovers drop. And I think better, the connections yeah. are going to be better. Thunderbird yeah, side they're, of they're going to be tough. Um, I actually think Thunderbirds, I want to watch the first two games, but they have the ingredients with the young guns to be fearless and knock some big teams off. I think later in the season, I think when it comes to the start of the season, there's going to be some nerves and inexperience. Um, I'll be interested to see how Sterling does because I felt like at times, if I'm brutally honest, um, she looked bored. Yeah, yeah. That, that was one of the things I think... <sighs> most people would probably say is that there are there are times that Sterling is she can look like the best defender in the world and then she has you know when she comes up against Fowler for example where she struggles and she gains the penalties she just checks out of the game and yeah yeah it's um it's something that i think has been sort of plaguing her a little bit i think over the last couple of years at her time at the thunderbirds and i think if she can massage that out of her game i think that makes that she's she's going to be i mean she's special already but I mean, that's just one of those things that she needs to do. To I don't her, you know. I don't have Thunderbirds in my top four, but um, I definitely no, think no. later in the season, I feel like they can knock some people off. Yeah, and I mean, they had those runs last year. Like, they took the Fever, I think, in round 13 or 12 last year. They took the Fever and they beat them by one or two points in Chelsea's last game. Would have been round 13, I think. Um, yeah. So, they had that, those moments where they actually, they really were, like, they were scrappy, but they were... I don't know, they were locked in. And especially having like Georgie Horges as well coming out of the fucking, out of nowhere, to be honest. I mean, in my opinion, she just came out of nowhere. And then you, I mean, you were, talk, you were singing her praises pretty early on, Luke. Yeah, like, she's oh my lovely. God. She listens to us. Yeah. Hey, Georgie. Yeah. Hey, Georgie. Um, <laughs> she's lovely. But we um, should sponsor her, actually. She should wear a gold circle thing on her dress. Yeah, uh, Georgie, uh, DM us and we'll, um, <laughs> we'll organize it, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, Abs, I mean, what's your take on the Thunderbirds going into this season? Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure. I just. I don't think they made very good, and I'm happy to be again proven wrong. But I just don't think they made very good recruiting decisions um, between this last season and this season. I, I don't think um, getting rid of Chelsea was a great decision for them. I think they needed her there for at least another year to, to assist in that. I guess transition between her finishing her career and the young one stepping up to take over. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about that. They definitely won't make top four for me. I I think that they will get there. You know, they're a little bit like the Swifts of a couple of years ago where they you know, they had a couple of seasons at the bottom of the table and then, you know, the combos that they stuck with and they, they continued to work on, they came good after a little bit of time together. So I, I see that happening for them. I, it's just not going to happen this quickly. Yeah. Still a couple more years, I think, for the for the T-Birds. Yeah. And uh, maybe a couple but more acquisitions. But they need the consistency. They need to the consistency of a lineup. I yeah. just feel like the last few years there's been a little bit too many changes with their lineup, and that's that's not going to build that consistency that I think they need for those combinations to develop. 
I I think the only thing I will say to that is I think Jenny Borlase is helping them again on the attack end. So I'll be interested to see okay. what um I think she is. Sorry, don't quote me on that. She did last season. Yeah. Um, and I think she, that was one of the reasons why Horgis was so good. Um, Horgis so, is amazing. Yeah, Horgis is fucking beast. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> and Pod Pod Gita. I mean, that attack end is. Is good. So, I, I mean, I, I feel like the whole competition has the opportunity to win, uh, which I think, or um, y- yeah, no, all, all teams uh, on their day. Like so if, diplomatic. If you, well, when you look really across it, I mean, yeah, the two point well shot, uh, as much as um, I personally don't agree with it, I think it does allow teams across the board to potentially win. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. it provides that opportunity if your shooter gets hot, then. You yeah. can, and there's, yeah, and now that. we've got every single team really has um, a two point shot specialist. So if yeah. they're running hot, then they're going to win the game. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I, I think it's been a few years as well since we've had a relatively uh, even competition. I think in the last few years, you could probably easily pick you know, the top two and the bottom two, and the sort of the rest that in the middle. I think everything a little bit more even this year and you're right anyone could win on their day but we're just going to depend who turns up and who's you know who's the fittest who's the strongest who's done the work in the preseason it'll be interesting and and the interesting thing is is when you look at the vixens even i know everyone's basically put vixens at the bottom of their tally that defensive end is still the defensive end is still basically diamonds anyway like it's yeah and it's and it's really i mean uh, stan could have a breakout season. Who who knows? It is possible. Like yeah. she's been training hard. Well, she I looks think fit. Anyone training and working with Simone is going to be amazing. Exactly. So just whether or not it all comes together it, quickly enough for this, them to get points on the board. Yeah. This is probably the first season that I can remember where I've gone. Oh, that top four is incredibly hard to it, pick. Yeah. And so we better good segue. Oh yeah, great segue, Luke. So <laughs> I want to get top fours. I know Abs, you've got to go and do your fancy netball stuff. So I'm going to get your top four first for the season. Who is going to come out in the top four for you? I've got like a top five. I'll allow it. Ooh. <laughs> Which I know is illegal and not allowed. <laughs> Obstruction wing defense. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, I did a lot of illegal things. When I was playing, so yeah, this, this makes sense. Elbows um, away, please. In no order, like I'm not sure where it'll all, everyone will fall, but in no order, I think the teams that will definitely fight for a top four are Giants, Firebirds, Collingwood, Fever, and um, Swift. They're they're definitely going to be the ones that'll be up there contesting those final spots. So it'll be interesting to see if Fever can get those twelve points out of the way and and start a real a real run to those that final four, so they might be the one that misses out in the end. But we'll see. Okay, interesting, Luke. Um, my top four, I think, Fever, Firebirds. Um, I didn't really Giants. You you didn't think about. I it? didn't think about that. My mind's gone blank. Um, Sunshine Coast Lightning. <laughs> they're my top four. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, mine. This is, I think this is what everyone's waiting for. Um, <laughs> um, I've got, so Firebirds, obviously, Giants, absolutely. I'm going to go with the Fever. Fever, salary cap stuff aside, they- they've got such a fucking strong side. They just yeah. need to just, if they can, if they can get a rhythm early and really like offset 
those that minus twelve points. I think they're 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 just a dangerous side. And if they went undefeated this season in like regular, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. Oh, this is tough. So I've got giant. What did I put? Fuck. I haven't been. Uh, Firebirds, Giants, Fever, and I. Swifts. Oh. Yeah. The woods out. Out in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the Swifts, make, like, they make sense. Like, they've made the finals the last couple of years, and they've got the same side. If I wasn't such a Queensland boy, I would say it would be... I th- I agree with Abs, Swifts slash Collingwood. Although, I still okay, believe fair, fair. Sunshine Coast are going to surprise a lot of people. Okay. All right, that's... Yeah, that's... I mean, was, hey, I'm happy to be surprised. I, I love yeah. a surprise package, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hope they do. I, I hope it's the tightest season we've seen in a while. I just, as I said before, I think the last few years that we've potentially had quite an obvious top and bottom. Like I always, always felt like I knew who was going to win games mm. depending on who was playing who, and that's not necessarily super exciting. So I, I think this year is going to be exciting. Yeah, I think there is an, an air of excitement going into this season, especially also the fact that there's no hub. It's all pretty much being, touch, yeah. being wood, played. Touch wood, Nicholas. Oh, my God. For fuck's sake, sorry. I can't do 60 yeah, games again. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not doing 60 games again. Yeah. Touch wood, touch wood. <laughs> I need a life. Oh, you, bought, you loved it. You guys yeah, we loved it. it. No, honestly, it was pretty good. <laughs> Towards the end. <laughs> yeah. Towards the end. Don't think so. Yeah, look, we were pretty fried, but... It would look once in a lifetime sort of thing. So you yeah, know. absolutely, but, um, literally. You know what yeah. I'm disappointed about? Like I want let's get those big week games back. Yes, Luke doesn't them. like that. Luke doesn't like that. He just rolled his eyes. <laughs> oh come on! Yeah, the new week games are good. Them, but they're, when you're watching them, they're the best. Yeah, yeah. Look, running around. Um, yeah, they weren't great to back work, to but. back. With no, they weren't no, great. To you guys, notepads but. and post-it notes stuck all over me. Randomly, just injured. I remember. I remember the probably the worst one was poor Julie. Um, I had to interview her, and the next game had already started. And I literally asked her three questions, and then ran. And she was just like, looked at me like, "Is this guy for effing real?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like, sorry, Julie. I don't really have time for this. Well, it's because I got out there, and like Liz and Sue were just like, "Where is he gone? The well, game's already started." <laughs> I was like, oh my god. No, uh, I'm all for them. I thought they were great. I wouldn't have liked them as a as player. Or maybe I would have because it would have meant not a heap of training, just playing, playing, playing. But it was great from, you know, isolation at home to sit and know I'm going to watch a game on Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to get another one on Wednesday. Yeah. Loved yeah. it. It's pretty fucking good, not going to lie. Mm. Just obviously not working. Anyway, that'll do us for this week. As always, you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle. We're posting everything there. Lots of different stuff. Um, you might notice if things go to plan, there's a bit of a visual change coming um, to the podcast. You will notice it in your feed. I don't know whether it'll be today. It might be next week. But keep an eye out. Um, it's pretty exciting. Um, Luke had a, a peep at it. Abs, I'll have to send you the... the uh, the image in question. Um, but yeah, we're on uh, Facebook, obviously posting all the news, uh, all the graphics, all the cool stuff um, that we possibly can. Um, so come and interact with us there. We're also on Twitter, um, at Bleakster, B-L-E-E-K-S-T-E-R, and at B-L-T underscore 86 for Luke, and at Abby underscore McCulloch for Abby McCulloch. And uh, we also got the the Gold Circle Twitter account as well. Which um, I sorry, Abs, did into. you apply for that Northern Ireland Dan Ryan position? No, I didn't. Oh, oh Okay. We, Sorry to be so disappointing. That's, yeah, that I is wonder disappointing. if we could like head, head, coach, head coach through Zoom. 
Didn't Rob Wright do that for the Mystics? Oh, that's right. He did. They could just have you on court on a laptop. Yeah, there you go. Zoom. Boom. I, you know, I had to do that during lockdown for for, oh, wow. for work. See? I had to run online training sessions. I was running like sixteen or eighteen a week. Like they, no, thank Christ. you. Did you Northern hear that, fan. Northern Ireland? Did you hear? Did you hear? <laughs> yep. Abs knows how to Zoom call, so yeah. that's huge. I do. I'm very good at it, but <laughs> mate, not, give her a give her not a yet. two week trial. <laughs> I'm not give ready her a yet. Trial. Oh, you're so ready. Come yeah, on. you're so ready. We'll add them on Twitter, and it's all right. We'll, yeah, we'll get it. You'll basically be. <laughs> um, and also, you can email us uh, thegoalcircle at gmail dot com. Send us an email if you would like. Um, I know it's very old school, but we do like to get them, and we are responding to them. Um, I know um, Emmy was disappointed that we didn't respond for three weeks. <laughs> we uh, rectified that last week, so there you go. <laughs> Renesme is terrible. We did. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, good lord. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, look, enjoy your netball. Um, to the interstate people, um, it's so awesome the the fact that you get to see some home games. So um, live it up, enjoy it. Um, Luke will be at the game on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Uh, on Sunday. So if you see him, he'll be down the by the stats game. desk. So give him a bit of a wave. Getting all the secrets. Yeah, at the stats desk or at the media desk. The so if you Swifts see uh, battle because it's Bryony versus Megan. Oh yes, yeah. Very true, actually. Battle Fucking of the Swifts. Oof. It's a good one. How exciting. Anyway, uh, that'll do us for this week. Enjoy your netball, peeps, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.